This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As we reported earlier in the week, GM says it expects its EV lineup will be profitable by 2025, and now it's sharing how it will make that happen. The automaker is aiming to build 1 million EVs a year in North America by 2025, and perhaps most importantly, GM says it has secured all the battery raw materials it needs to reach that capacity. It will have five assembly plants in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico producing all those EVs, and it will have three battery plants in the U.S. in operation by the end of 2024 with a fourth cell plant planned. GM's commercial EV subsidiary, Brightrop, is on track to reach a billion dollars in revenue next year and is projecting to build 50,000 vehicles a year by 2025. The company is also launching a new digital retail platform for EV customers that GM says will reduce costs for the company by $2,000 per vehicle. Sure sounds like online sales to us, and not surprisingly, that's the exact same amount that Ford CEO Jim Farley said its dealers need to remove from the cost of vehicle delivery to be competitive with Tesla. And by 2025, GM says revenue from EVs is expected to be more than $50 billion. Speaking of GM, it signed a deal with mining company Vail to supply the automaker with nickel. Vail is a Brazilian company with an operation in Canada, which is where this nickel will come from. Vail will provide GM with battery-grade nickel sulfate that will be used in GM's Altium battery cathodes. The amount of nickel will be enough to supply around 350,000 EVs a year, and Vail will begin to deliver the nickel starting in 2026. And you may remember back in March it was revealed that Tesla had signed a multi-year deal with Vail, also to supply it with nickel from Canada. There's a lot of focus on reducing emissions in passenger cars, but cutting emissions from commercial vehicles is also important. Commercial vehicles represent 10% of the total fleet, but account for nearly 30% of on-road greenhouse gas emissions. To help tackle the issue, the U.S. agreed to only sell and produce zero-emission, medium- and heavy-duty trucks by 2040. By 2030, 30% of commercial vehicles must be zero-emission, and then 100% by 2040. Sixteen other countries have signed the deal, but it's non-binding, So that means U.S. agencies aren't required to set new standards, targets, or requirements yet. However, the EPA is expected to issue tougher emission regulations for medium and heavy-duty trucks sometime next year. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The all-wheel drive king Subaru revealed the all-new Impreza. The big news here is that it will only be available as a five-door hatchback and it's now offered in three trim levels, including the comeback of the RS model. All Impreza's benefit from a 10% stiffer chassis and lower weight, thanks to a full inner frame construction and the use of more structural adhesives. 
while the Sport and RS trims boast a sport-tuned suspension, bigger wheels, and a sport driving mode. A two-liter four-cylinder engine that produces 152 horsepower makes its return, but the RS is available with a new-to-the Impreza two-and-a-half-liter unit that makes 182 horsepower. Both engines are mated to an eight-speed CVT. As for the interior, we'd say that it looks like most Subarus and is highlighted by an optional 11.6-inch display screen that's mounted in portrait mode on the dash. The new Subaru Impreza will start arriving at U.S. dealers next spring. And remember, the Impreza is the base for the Crosstrek, so we'd expect to see similar upgrades. The Hyundai Ioniq 6 is rated at 381 miles of range on the WLTP test cycle. But now we have the EPA estimates, which we know are a lot harder. Hyundai estimates the electric sedan will be able to go 340 miles on a charge. That's for the rear-wheel drive version with the bigger 77.4 kilowatt-hour battery pack. The all-wheel drive Ioniq 6, which will do 0 to 60 in under 5 seconds, is estimated to have 310 miles of range. There's also another rear-drive version with less power and a smaller battery, but Hyundai hasn't revealed figures for that setup yet. But with a coefficient of drag of just 0.22, the EV is surprisingly efficient. That rear-drive version with the big battery gets an impressive nearly 4.4 miles per kilowatt hour, which we think is the best of any EV right now. Should we be keeping a closer eye on VinFast? The Vietnamese EV maker has quietly built itself up in the American market, and it just announced that it's adding two new electric SUVs to its lineup, the VF6 and VF7, which will join the VF8 and VF9. The VF6 will only come in front-wheel drive with two power outputs, 174 horsepower or 201. The VF7 is available in front or all-wheel drive and features either 201 or 349 horsepower. The company did not reveal battery size or range at this time. But it did reveal that it got an increased order from Autonomy, a company that offers EV rentals. It was going to buy 400 VF8s and 9s, but it's increasing that to more than 2,500. VinFast will start delivering the vehicles to autonomy over the next year. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Kia is refreshing its Seltos small crossover for the 2024 model year. The styling of the front and rear fascias has been updated, and for the first time, the Seltos will be available with an X-Line trim, which features exclusive exterior features like a unique grille design, 18-inch wheels, and X-Line badging. Its 1.6-liter turbo engine that's mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission gets a power boost of 20 horsepower, for a total of 195 horses. The model is also offered with a 2-liter 4-cylinder engine that's paired with a CVT. 
The Seltos is now available with a screen display that combines the two 10 and a quarter inch instrument cluster and center display into one unit. The new Seltos goes on sale in the first half of 2023 in the U.S., but no word on pricing yet. The finalists for the North American Car, Truck, and Utility of the Year were announced, and EVs dominate the list. In the car category, the finalists are the Acura Integra, Genesis G80 EV, and the Nissan Z. The truck finalists are the Chevy Silverado ZR2, Ford F-150 Lightning, and Lordstown Endurance. And in the utility category, the Cadillac Lyric, Genesis GV60, and Kia EV6 are the finalists. The winners for each category will be announced at an event in January in Detroit. But in the meantime, let us know what you think or should win. Are giant objects at auto shows going to become a thing? Jeep had a giant rubber ducky at the Detroit show, and now Mini has brought a huge remote-controlled car controller to L.A. It's actually a 240-volt Level 2 charger that will be used during the show to charge up EVs. Mini went with that design because it says many people's love for automobiles started with an RC car, and it wanted to bring back that childhood element to EVs. We also know that Jeep got a ton of engagement with its big duck, so that probably didn't hurt Minnie's decision. But that brings us to the end of today's show. I hope that you have a great weekend, and please like or subscribe if you think that we've earned it. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.